Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 28, and uh, it's a continuation of 27, which we'll talk about in a little while. But I want to start off with introduction. So uh, I am Nimashwarya. I'm an Akashic Record Reader, Spiritual Coach and Mentor. And I just, I know I'm here to serve. And I know that I'm here to shine my light in whatever way that looks like. I know my voice is my gift, and that's why I started this podcast. I'm a big believer that everything we need is inside us, all the love, all the joy, all the answers. And I just love guiding people to truly, truly shine their light. I, I feel it's a blessing every time someone allows me to open the records or guide them to shine their light. I really feel it's a soul contract, and I love doing what I do. And I'm super excited to to also be on this podcast with the amazing, the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you. You want to introduce yourself? Amesh, no matter how many times you do that, it still makes me laugh every time. Um, thank you again for having me here. I um, I love our time together, but this is extra special because we get to share what we do with the public. And I, I love this time with you. So uh, my name is Stacy. I am an intuitive healer. I'm a certified Reiki practitioner. I too am a spiritual mentor and coach. I'm an Akashic record reader, and I am a soon-to-be published author, which I say here every time, but it it doesn't ever get old to think about uh, this book coming to fruition. So that should be out by the end of the year. Um, this is this is a really exciting time, and um, I'm I'm re- really looking forward to this episode. It's very near and dear to my heart. So yeah, that's great. So tell me about. Well, no, before we go there, you know, I was asking, so I'm preparing you. Um, at the beginning, I always talk about shining a light and the importance of shining a light, especially now. I really feel that we're being pushed to shine a light, different sort of perspective. So I'll always, always ask all the listeners, how are you shining a light on you today? We shine a light on other people so often, you know, we kind of go our way. Um, and, you know, sometimes you've got to challenge yourself. Why are we, why are we doing that? I know I go out more way for people. But I'm very clear I do it because I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it because it lifts my soul. Um, but so many of us, I feel, doing it because we want love from somebody else. We want something from somebody else. So why don't we start by loving ourselves? And that's what today's episode is about, right? Self-care. This one is really all about how, what are we doing to truly, truly care for ourselves. But before we go there, Stace, what, are you do- what have you done today to shine the light on you? What have you done to... To for yourself to help you to shine the light internally to yourself to shine your light so much brighter. Would you like to share? I would love to. Um, you know, it, it's it's very interesting that this episode is happening today because uh, I had a rough night last night. I uh, stayed up a little bit too late. I've been going through a lot of life changes right now, and I'm aware that sleep is super important to me, but I definitely have been challenged with that over the last couple of months. And I had a late night and I woke up this morning, um, feeling like I had a hangover without the good time. (laughs) And, uh, I was exhausted and the immediate feeling was let me cancel my morning and go back to bed. But I paused And I laid in my bed and I processed the amazing work that we're doing and the things that I want for my life. And I decided to push through 
the exhaustion. And I have a routine that just like lifts me up and makes me feel like I'm loving on myself. And so I got in the shower and gave myself a little pep talk. And then I took the time to put on a cute outfit and do my makeup. And it's interesting because so often people don't understand the importance of that for me, but the time that I sit doing that methodical relaxing process of loving on myself and putting my makeup on and putting myself together just boosts my mood. And I took the time to do that and did a little reset. And for me, I know that when I take the time like that to take care of myself, it makes me stronger and healthier to help other people do the same and encourage them on that journey. So as silly as it would sound to some people, well, she did her makeup. For me, it's the act of taking the time to do something that makes me feel good, that has nothing to do with anyone else, but the process of loving on me. So I, I had a good reset this morning, Nims, and uh, part of it was through your encouragement. And here we are recording this episode, and it just seems like divine timing. Yeah, we talked about it, right? It was perfect. It was perfect. Everything that went through was maybe a message. Um, and folks, sorry, and I know this is only a, an audio audio recording, but I can tell you, Stacey does look cute today. She made an effort, and she's, uh, <laughs> you know, she, you know, she, she's been looking after herself. And you know, there's an outfit that never used to fit her that fit her today, and you know, we kind of made her day, and she looks cute. So, Stacey, you know what? You always, always show up, and I'm. You just you're you're a shining example to me. You encourage me to always always show up too. So thank you for that. No I just want to I just want to do a quick recap on on. So this is a continuation, right? This is episode twenty eight, twenty seven. We shared some of our stories in terms of um, some of the things that happened to us as a younger from a self care perspective. Because as you're on this journey of self care, part of it is really coming into awareness of who you are, what you've been through, your programming. Now, what, what happens to you isn't necessarily always what defines you. It's how you respond to what happens to you. But how what's happened to you growing up, that that influences you in today's world, right? The child is father to the man. So it means that whatever you've been through as a child in some way does influence you. The inner child work, um, even the stuff that you carry from past life, everything you've been through has really made you who you are today. But when you go through that awareness of self-care and self, who you are, what you've been through, what your programming is, you, you're becoming an, an awareness of who you are. And from there, once you're aware, you can start to make some choices. And, you know, you can't, a lot of the time, once you become aware, you kind of go backwards and you start thinking, oh my God, why did I do that? I wish I didn't do that. I wasted all this time. You haven't got a time machine, so you can't go back and, and, and change things, but you can decide what you're going to do with it today's life. It's always awareness, acceptance, acceptance of who you are, and then love and then forgiveness to truly then move on to what you want to do next. So that's really what the last episode was about. Um, Stacey, anything you want to add about the last episode before we move on to this one? I just think it's really important for people to understand the concept of self-love before we can get into how do you practice the self-care to love yourself. And I feel like we really went into that in the last episode. I think it's important to, if you haven't listened to it, to go back and listen to that episode and our journeys and what we've been through and then how we help people. So today is going to be a great um, like part two where we talk about 
like, okay, once you are aware, like you said, that you need to show up for yourself, how do you act on that? What, what steps do you take? So I'm, I'm really excited about this episode because this is what we teach people to do all the time yeah. in, in our mentorship. This, this is how we bring people into the space of alignment and inspire them to show up for themselves. So I can't yeah. wait to get into it. Yeah. And let's get into it. And it's not, you know, if we talk about self-love, you know, so many people talk about, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I do love myself and I, you know, it's that, and a lot of people do the right things. I like spend time in nature, do meditation, do all these things. But it's really important to do the internal work too, right? And it's not, you know, I I, I don't necessarily like calling it work because for me it's, it's, you know, we're on this journey. We're on this human journey as a soul. And our soul has chosen to experience all the things that we need to in this life. So it is, I prefer to think of it more as being a student. I know I'm going to be a student all my life. I know I'm always going to be learning, always going to be expanding. Um, you know, I think you talked about it last episode. If everyone's, if, if everyone, anyone ever says they're, they're they're fully healed, maybe you got to look. Maybe you got to ask them to look in the mirror because we all got always, always learning, always, always expanding. Um, my my mentor and, and 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 teacher and friend who's no longer in this realm always, always talked about being a student and the importance of being a student because as soon as you use words like "I know," when you use those type of words, you're closing yourself for more learning. Because what you're saying to your psyche is, I know, I know. So it's like maybe you listen to this podcast and someone's saying, you know, I know this. Maybe you do at a level, but maybe you need to listen to a deeper level to get a deeper understanding. For me, that's what self-love is, truly being open to magic and just realizing that we were on this, we're on this expansive journey and the universe really wants us to expand with love. But ultimately, the universe is going to make sure we expand. So, um, and then the self-love is really taking time for you. In the busy world, if you think about the last two years, you know, what, what was Mother Nature doing when we all had to isolate? Maybe Mother Nature was asking us to heal. Maybe Mother Nature was asking us to spend time on our own, to truly connect to who we are. And, you know, that's, for me, that's what self-love is, is looking inside yourself and knowing that everything you need is inside you. Starting with truly, truly loving yourself. And one of the techniques I choose just as a start is, is mirror work. Because again, we spend so much time on, on, on our physical body, but it's like we have to love ourselves from the side. So when you do mirror work and you look into your eyes in the mirror, you connect to your soul, you feel the connection to your true self. And then you just say simple things like, I love you, I thank you, I appreciate you. And that's just a simple technique to start with. You do that for 21 days and you do it with intention, you do it with feeling. You, I promise you, you will start to feel the connection with you at a much deeper level. Uh, say so I wasn't planning to I wasn't planning to start with that. That was just uh, something that the inspiration that came that I wanted to share. Um, but why don't you let me ask you about your self-love journey? Um, you know, we, we talk about you talk about it in your book, and I've had the pleasure of kind of seeing with you as you as you recorded your book. Um, so I, I know you've been through a lot in terms of really on that self-love journey. And I look at you today and everything you've been through, and you're shining your light and um you know, last few months have been have been tough for you, but at the same time, you know, you could have done one or two things. You could have just, like this morning, you could have just come back into bed. You could have just curled up and said, you know what, I just want a me day. Um, but for me, you always, always show up, regardless of what's happening in your world. And that inspires me. 
but also I, I, I feel in so many ways that's your self-love. That's you always showing up because it's you putting you first. So yeah. I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love for you to talk a bit more about what does self-love mean for you and what is it meant on your journey? Okay, so um, in order to understand, I'm going to have to go back a little bit. Um, I've talked on previous episodes about how I was raised in like a really volatile environment where um, love was conditional and I was not taught how to love myself. I, I, the concept was completely foreign to me. So friends, if you're listening to this episode right now and it's a foreign concept to you, I just want to say to you, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. If you weren't raised in that way, or you haven't had exposure to this concept, that is okay. But it's important to really dial in on what we're talking about because it is something that you can change. So, uh, about 15 years ago, um, I had a mentor come into my life who was the beginning of me understanding the concept of, um, basically what she was teaching me was how God feels for me. Okay. So it was a a Christian mentor at the time. And, um, she really helped me to understand my own unique place in the world. And I started taking action steps. I started, um, journaling regularly, um, praying, meditating, uh, putting myself in environments where I could like listen to that inner voice and nurture that. So I started to learn that concept. And then uh, my son went through multiple issues that were very significant. Um, And without getting into the whole story, because we talk about it in the book, et cetera, it was extremely traumatic. He overdosed in our home and then four months later attempted to take his own life. And when those things happened, Nims, I stopped taking care of myself completely. I had been a very avid runner and my running was my meditative time. I was, I was in the best, um, space in mind, body, and spirit that I've ever been in my life. When I look back on it now, I think that God and the universe were preparing me for what I was about to go through, you know, hindsight's 2020, but I, I stopped all of the habits that I had worked to cultivate over those previous years, having been mentored a few times and working on this self-love, um, I had very little time to myself. I stopped taking care of my physical body. I, I mean, I, it just, I was totally disconnected, Nims, totally disconnected from myself. And I spent about three years ravaged in total survival mode, total and complete survival mode. I didn't think about the needs that I had. I didn't think about how I wasn't doing the things that I needed to for myself on a regular basis. And about three years into all of that life chaos, my son relocated to Florida and really committed to recovery. And he was like, poof, gone from my day-to-day life. 
at that time, I also went through a surgery that was not performed properly. And I, I laid in bed for three months before we had answers and I had to go through another surgery. I will never forget it. I had that surgery. I was finally out of bed and I was standing in my bathroom, brushing my teeth. And I just looked at myself in the eyes and I was like, where did you go? What happened? And I became profoundly aware that I had neglected the one person that I had control of. I was so busy trying to save someone else and trying to pour everything I had into another person that when I looked at myself in the mirror, I barely recognized who I was, let alone have the relationship with myself that I had worked so hard to cultivate. That was hard. That was really hard. Um, if we have any moms listening, um, you know, if you know, you know, we tend to sacrifice everything that we are, everything that we do for our kids. And that is what I did. I don't regret how I was showing up for him, but I regret that I stopped showing up for myself. And I went on a journey this last year, year and a half, where I began rebuilding the relationship with myself, the loving myself and like acting on it. And it, it's really amazing to me because I was tapping into things I already knew how to do, but I had neglected to do them. And I think when I'm talking about this, what I'm thinking is once you learn these skills of how to love yourself and how to care for yourself, whether you go through a challenging time or not, you're able to go back and tap into the resources so that you can take action. And right. And I think that's what happened to me. Um, and it's, it's been a real eye opener to see that I went from totally neglecting myself to finally showing up for myself and how that kind of made some people in my life uncomfortable. Right. Because, yeah, was but at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, Stacey, that when I really feel when you became aware, you looked in the mirror and you kind of, and then you made some choices to truly start looking at, that's when the universe started to show up for you too, right? Mm -hmm. That That's when some people came into your life that not only you did it, they did a, did a self, self care course, right? You actually ran a course with two other people. And that's, you know, it's because you showed up and you made a decision that this is, and you started a, a, I really feel it's like a domino effect of, of, of really you showing up and the universe showing up for you. And yeah, but that's, I think that's, that's, that's really what, yeah, that's really what I want people to realize is that I think the, you know, just to point out in a space I go too safe, but it's that when you show up, I really feel the universe wants to show up for you too. 
Mm-hmm. And it's really important that, that you realize that it's that so many people feel alone and maybe don't feel like they've got guides or that. Universe ultimately is kind, has a role to play to expand. But we need to show up, right? We need to do the right things. And then really kind of give the give your guides, give the universe an opportunity to show up. You have a phrase which which I love, which which you know, I'm gonna let you say it, but it's about God showing up to say what's that? You use that on me all the time, you know. What is what, that phrase? Uh, about God, like when you like showing up and showing off. Yeah, hundred percent. You're always yeah. asking God to show up and show up for you, right? And that whether you believe in God or whether you believe in source or high power, we'll call it whatever you want. But if you ask for God to show up and show off and you're showing up, I truly believe God will show up and show off. So Stacey, go and carry on. I know I interrupted you, but I just really wanted to make that up. I think the thing that um that is like on my heart is, you know, I I spent so much time trying to save someone else. And I would be curious to know if our listeners have ever been in that situation where whether it's your child, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your parents, where you sacrificed everything about yourself in order to try and fix or save someone else. And once my son moved to Florida, I was sitting there and I had this epiphany that I was trying to control the outcome for someone else. I was trying to control their experience and heal them, right? Like if I gave enough, if I sacrificed enough, somehow he would get sober. Somehow he would, he would heal. He would be better. Right. And what I came to understand and and listeners, this is important. The one person that I had control of was myself. The one person that I could love on and pour into and have an outcome was myself. And I had neglected her because I was trying to save someone else. And it's such a like mind blowing um, experience when you look at yourself and you're ravaged. I mean, I gained my weight back. I stopped working out. I wasn't meditating. I, I wasn't practicing any form of self-care. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't sleeping right. I mean, my basic needs were backburnered while I was trying to save someone else. And ultimately, we cannot save another person. That's that's the key, right? We're not here to fix people. And maybe maybe take a moment to ask our listeners that are you? Because you know, we have loved ones that we really, 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 and we have the best of intentions. We want them to heal. We want them to see a different perspective and we you know and maybe just take a moment to think about who have you tried to fix who have you take who have you truly kind of and i look I, I i i'm a big believer that we can help people but we guide them we can't force them to do anything and it's that you know and i asked the question at the end of the last episode and you know i'm gonna ask it again now you know as, as we challenge you a little bit, why don't you just take a moment and, and ask yourself this question. Where, where are you in your order? And what I mean by that question is if you, if you truly consider, okay, level of importance, level of love, whatever you want to call it, where are you on your own list? You know, do you have kids? Do they come above you? Do you have a spouse? Does he or she come above you? Know, it's that, and where do you come on your list? Friends, I'll tell you, if you're not number one, then you're doing something wrong. And it's that. 
so many of us struggle to put ourselves number one because, oh my God, we're being selfish, etc. But no, you, you're being selfish by not putting yourself as number one. Because when you have a self-care, self-care, self-love routine, you start to truly feel good about yourself. You start to shine your light so much brighter, which means you can be there for your loved ones so, so much more. And the thing is, you can be there so much for many, many more people. And I know I asked that question um, on the last episode. I just wanted to ask it again this time. Really consider, you know, my, my mentor asked me that once on, on, on an event we were at together. And, and she's like, you know, where are you on your list? I was like, what do you mean, what list? And then, and then second question he asked me is, out of all the people in your life that, that love you, how many of them are you, are, are you in their top three? He said, these sort of powerful questions. And, the people that we, and, and again, we're doing it with good intentions. I'm not telling you not to go out of your way for your loved ones. I'm asking you just to put yourself first. And um, Slaysa, so I just want to share a little bit about your story. And that is, you know, when you started showing up, I, you know, Somehow, I think you manifested me in your life, right? Where I remember, I remember we we met each other in Clubhouse, and you know we shared a little bit about it yesterday about the vulnerability you shared. And um, but on the flip side, you know we started being in Clubhouse rooms a few a little bit for a while, and I went through. I'm, I know I'm an expander. I ask I ask open, expansive questions because that's what I do. And there's a few times I went into your rooms, and rooms are in Clubhouse. We talked about in the early episodes, but it's a talking app. And basically, we have rooms which are top, they're topic based, and there's this conversation going on. And I just joined a couple of Stacey's rooms, and I and I kept asking her questions, you know, in terms of what does she really want for herself? Because I could see the power of her soul, power of her energy. And then just in one 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 room, I said, you know, Stacey, what are you trying to manifest? I had no idea what she was going to say, and I don't, she, I don't think you did, Stacey, but she said, I want to manifest the trip to London, and. For me, I think the whole conversation was Stacey's higher self and it was the universe showing up. Because the universe recognized that, you know, for her to truly glimpse, get a glimpse of who she is, she couldn't do it from the orbit that she was in. Um, and, what, and what I mean by orbit is where she was living because you know, if, you, if you are in a toxic environment, maybe you don't have the opportunity to go to London, maybe you don't have an opportunity, but even if you have an opportunity to go for a walk in the park, go to a coffee shop to go to get out and just truly be with you i would encourage you to do that because sometimes when you're in that orbit which is which is dark which is it's hard for you to shine your light in space i think in so many ways because you started challenging yourself and asking those self-care questions those self-love questions is why the universe showed up mm-hmm. and showed you a way to truly connect with your true self yeah i mean i i I want to get into like the steps that we take to take action on loving ourselves. But before I do that, uh, I just want to talk about something that I've talked about on clubhouse, but we've never talked about here. Um, so, you know, when all of this happened with my son, the community rallied around us. And I mean, we had people bringing meals and cutting our grass and just, there was constant traffic in the house. Right. And, and I was super grateful for every single person who showed up. We would never have made it without everybody. Uh, with that being said, there was no space for me to process my pain and to, um, to grieve and to heal. And on a particular day where, I mean, his life was hanging in the balance I retreated to my master bedroom closet 
It was the only space where I could go and be with the heartbreak that I was feeling. And in that space, I would have no words for prayer. So I would play the music of Lauren Daigle and let the words of her music be my prayers when I couldn't pray. And I grieved in that space so heavily. But over time, as I spent time in that space more, I started pulling cards and tapping more into my intuition and to, and to prayer and to meditation. And it became this space where I really started to understand how much I had neglected myself and that I needed more than just a closet space to be able to heal. And I'm sharing this because that closet has become very uh, significant and symbolic for me of my, my awakening back into caring for myself because I realized I had to come out of that closet space and expand more of like what I was feeling in there into my life. Like I couldn't just hide in the closet, which sounds so funny, right? Because there's other references coming out of the closet, but it was like, I had to come out of the closet. I couldn't just retreat to one tiny space and allow that to be the only portal for my healing. I needed to have it have a ripple effect. And so funny enough, when I got on clubhouse, I was always doing the healing work that we were doing in the closet space. So it became this space that I had the grieving and then I had the awakening that I was meant for more. And then I carried that closet out into the world and used that, that process to align myself again. So I'm mentioning that because I think a lot of us have a closet where we sit in that space and we retreat and we know that we need to do more for ourselves, but how do we bring it outside of the closet? How do we tap into that all the time? And this is the work, this is some of the work that we do for people, is we teach them how to love themselves and how to care for themselves. So I just want to share, um, for me, uh, the process of putting my makeup on has always been super therapeutic. I feel relaxed when I do it. It feels very methodical and I'm looking in the mirror. So I'm kind of talking to myself while I'm doing it. And during COVID, I got aligned with a makeup beauty brand and I started doing my makeup on camera every day and encouraging women to love themselves and care for themselves by putting their makeup on. And it, I was staring at myself in the camera every day. I was watching my own image and I was talking to myself, but I was sharing with other women. And what happened was I started to feel the feeling again of I matter and what I need matters and how I care for myself matters. And so I started with something small, the act of putting my makeup on, right? But then it led into other things that I do as daily practices to show up for myself. One of those things, and I love teaching people this, is I journal. And I have a system that I teach people, that we teach people, NIMS, 
to give them a way to process their thoughts and to turn it into like a healthy understanding on paper of where you are that day. So that's one of the things that I do, but I've cultivated a routine every day so that I can take the time to care for myself, which is the act of me loving myself. And I know we're talking about like makeup and we're talking about being on camera, but that it just was a ripple effect, right? Like that's one small area that I can show up for myself. Friends, that might not be what you need to do for yourself, but there are other things that I do in my routine that when I practice that self-care and I'm showing up for myself, I feel that I'm a priority, right? And I think that's why the work that we're doing is so important. I I couldn't agree more. I actually want to go back a little bit to the closet. and you know, a lot of people talk about creating a space, a medita- meditation space, or whatever you want to call it. So when when Stace talks about the, the closet, what I feel that she did there was create a portal. It's like when you do healing work, and even when you when you're in that deep dark space, you are healing, right? And then when you do healing on top of healing and top of healing, you start to create a portal. You try, start to create a powerful space. Whenever you go in there, it's healing for you too. So I would highly encourage you to to pick a space if you don't already have one where you go to to heal. And that could be where you do meditation. It could be do where, where you just connect with you, whether you just cry because crying is very spiritual. It's your release. So if you haven't got that, I think really, really work for Stace. Um, and, you know, Stace covered some of the, the elements that um, she does from a self-care routine. I would ask you just pick what works for you. But the important things are to, to think about things that lift your soul that you know that truly, truly kind of give you that connection to you. Um, and, you know, doing your makeup, if you're a woman, I don't you know, necessarily spend a lot of time doing my makeup. Um, and if you can see me now, you know why. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's that, you know, if that's important, you know, you look good, you feel good, then do it. The other thing I would encourage is um, include some sort of movement because, um, and I, I'm sure Stacey can talk about that in a second, but it's that, you know, for me, there's there's different elements to your to your self love, your self care routine. There's that, there's that. Um, what is it? What makes you feel good? And that could be the makeup. That could be you know whatever that is. You know, but then it's that movement. You know, well because when you physically move, and I'd encourage you outside, you start to connect more with you. You still don't feel that connection. You start to, and and then the, the third element is what's what time for you. So you know things like Stacey talked about journaling. I'll always talk about three things. I already talked about mirror work earlier in this episode, but the three things I recommend are the mirror work I've already talked about, 10 minute silence. When I talk about 10 minute silence, you know, a lot of people talk about silencing the mind and all that. Yes, you are trying to silence the mind, but it's not because you want to be quiet. It's because you want to listen to your heart and soul. It's like a muscle. It's like a lot of people start meditation and say, I can't do this. I can't meditate. I've tried. But unless you, it's like going to the gym once and thinking you're, you're, you're super fit. No, you've got to do something continuously to truly connect to you. And if you think about the 10-minute silence, make it 10 minutes for you. 10 minutes when you're just going to be with you. Ideally in silence, not a guided meditation. You can play music, peaceful music, but use that time to truly, truly for you. And if a thought comes through, don't beat yourself up. Oh, my God, I can't meditate and all that. Don't do that. Let the thought come in, let it go. Let the thought. Again, if you do these three things of journaling, 
mirror work and ten minute silence for twenty one days, you'll still truly start to feel much more connected to yourself. And it's that you know from that space you can start to truly focus on what are you trying to manifest. And when you're trying to manifest, and you maybe you can include in your journey, dream big. Ask the universe to show up. If you're showing up, the universe will show up. It's like so often we limit ourselves. The universe has ultimate abundance, abundance in all areas. But creating, and I'm trying to do it for myself, by the way, folks. So it's that, you know, having a, a routine, because it's like a lot of people say, you know what, okay, I'll do this meditation when I have time. I'll do the journaling when I have time. You know, I'll find time maybe at the end of the day. But I really find unless you make it, make a routine for yourself where you do the things regularly that are important to you at maybe a similar time, unless you do the routine, then you have great intentions. Maybe you'll do it for a couple of days, but then as life happens, you start to get busy. So, and I know Stacey loves talking about this, but schedule it. If it's not scheduled, it's very unlikely to happen. But really think about creating something for you. You know, it could be, I, I, the three things that I, I recommended, I would always try. I, I mean, I have clients that I've worked with for years. They still do this. I do it on a daily basis. It's that 10 minute science journaling and, uh, and, and the mirror work. But then consider what, what lights your soul. What, 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 what can you do on a daily basis? Is, is it walking nature? Is it maybe it's yoga? Maybe it's you know it's kind of juicing, or and you know the things that are going to be that are going to serve all four of your bodies. So if you think about your daily routine, think about what are you doing to service your your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual body. And it's like if you think about the things that we talked about. I mean, we talked about movement. Movement is definitely going to uh, kind of focus you on your physical body, but also movement when you're in nature helps all the other bodies too, because you're connecting to yourself. You feel so much better about yourself. And then when you talk about 10 minutes silence, you know, that's really about, again, all four bodies, but definitely about the emotional and the spiritual, because you're starting to truly, tru tru truly start to connect to you and the mental too, because you're trying to quiet the mind. So think about your routine and also think about what's worked for you in the past. Because half the do we start a routine that we think, oh my God, this is great. It's really working. We did it. And then life happens and we have the intention of going back. But we don't. So think about what's worked for you in the past and create something for you. So Stacey, I'm going to hand over back to you in terms of um, adding on to what I've just said. Yeah, I think it's really important, you know, if you've never practiced self-care, like if, if you've always put yourself on the back burner, I think it's really important to um, get somebody else involved to help you with the process because you have to cultivate a routine that's going to work for you. Like not everybody feels the way I feel when I do my makeup, right? Not everybody, um, goes out running like I do and feels the power of, of that. It's about cultivating a routine that works for you where you're showing up for yourself. And, you know, I talk often about like the physical body because people can relate to that more, but if you, if you go into the gym to work out and you show up once a week or twice a month or something to that nature, you're not going to see results like you may want to. And you might go in there and try to navigate the machines and figure out how to do it on your own. But, and some people can do that, but when you hire a personal trainer and you show up consistently for workouts, 
that's when you're going to see the results. And our alignment in mind, body, and spirit is the same way. When we align our four bodies, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, and we cultivate a routine and a structure to that system, we're able to show up in the world the way that we're meant to. It's going to be impossible to accomplish the goals that you want and the dreams that you have without making yourself a priority. And I wish so much that people could see the the impact that it has when we don't take care of ourselves, but it's just like going to the gym. You have to show up consistently in order to see the results with your physical body. It is the same way with the process of loving yourself and doing that through self-care. You can't just show up for yourself one day a week or two days a month and think that you are going to be in a space to be the person that you are meant to be in this world and make the impact that you're meant to. And it doesn't matter who you are. We are all here with a divine purpose. We are all here on a journey to impact other people, to serve, to love ourselves. And if you don't have a consistent routine with these things to show up for yourself, it's going to be impossible for you to serve other people in the way that you want to. And so that's why I gave up my career in the beauty industry. This is why, because every single client that we've worked with has the same type of situation where they are not showing up for themselves in the way that they want to and the way they need to, to accomplish what they want in this life. And that is why I am so deeply passionate about doing this work and helping people and mentoring them because my whole life, NIMS, has shifted as I have gone back to the things that I know help me to love myself and care for myself so that I can show up the way I'm meant to. And I'm passionate about it because... I finally, I finally get it. I finally get it that nobody is going to show up for me the way I will. I know, like I know, that when I make myself a priority and I do the things that help me feel good in all four bodies, Not only do I feel better about who I am, but I'm able to show up and serve other people on a level I never even imagined possible. I love that. So, so beautiful. It hasn't been easy, right? It's it's not easy. We get into bad habits. Um, You know, I I mean, I've I've definitely been there and, and there are times where you can fall back into old habits, but I know, like I know, that we are all meant for more. And when we make ourselves a priority, so shows. So, so beautiful. I just want to repeat a line that Stacey said. No one is going to show up for you more than you can. If you don't show up for you, why can you expect anyone else to? If you don't love yourself unconditionally, how can you expect it? 
Nasty. Say such a beautiful, beautiful share. Um, and again, I think of some of our clients and you know the, the work they do in between our sessions, we have weekly sessions with them, is just as important as the sessions, right? So what you do, you know, how you do one thing, you know, how is how you do everything, right? So, you know, it's that how you show up for yourself is how you show up for the people. So if other people are not showing up for you in the way you want them to, consider how you're showing up for yourself. What are you doing for yourself? It's that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people on here are thinking, well, I haven't really got time for these guys. I haven't got time to do all this. But, you know, we all have a certain element of time that we can use. How do we use that time? And once once you start, you, once you start to create a bit of time for yourself, you see that time grow. Because again, the universe will show up and will give you opportunities to, and Stacey, I think about some of our clients and you know, they they were showing up in ways before they started working with us. But actually the things that we've seen, I'm open up, understanding about, you know, kind of repeat relationships and how relationships in their lives are not showing them, showing, you know, kind of teaching them on, you know, how, what programming and how, they, how, you know, how is that affecting being a parent? You know, things like that. It's just, it's so, so beautiful to see. So when you open to that kind of magic, sure, look for a mentor. But always start with loving yourself and understanding your intention. Being clear with yourself that you're not here to be fixed. None of us are here to be fixed. We have free will. We have a choice. So it means that, you know what, if we want to, if we choose to lie in as part of a self-care routine, then do it. But it's pointless doing something for yourself like having, you know, I forget what you call it, it's called in the US, but it's sleeping in or lying in. I don't know. I'm kind of getting confused between the two countries. But, um, but whatever you call it, if you're going to do something for yourself like that, then be grateful for it. Don't wake up and think, oh, God, I wasted another two hours or whatever. Just do the things with intention and then be grateful for it. There's so, we're all unique individuals. We're on this journey, but we deserve to love ourselves. Whatever the question, the answer, the answer, answer is always, always love. So if you start from an intention of truly loving yourself, and it's like the self-talk, and maybe that's another whole episode it does a lot of damage to ourselves. But again, when we start to go out in nature, when we start to do you know, more more physical activities, when we start to do the journaling, because again, journaling is great to just release the shit that's in you so you can start to, pardon my language, but release the stuff that's in you to you for you to try to start to listen to yourself. It's like the three things we ask you to do are all very intentional. Silence is all about silence in the mind. The 10 minute silence, you can listen to your heart and soul. The mirror work is really about listening, falling in love with you from the inside. And the journaling is is multiple things. It's about releasing what's in you. It's about you know truly understanding you and having a place for you to release the stuff that's in you. Because if it's in you, it stays within you and eventually becomes a volcano. But also journaling is great to manifest what you want. And you know, Stacey's kind of created a technique that she uses that we now use as part of our mentorship program that again just takes journaling to another level. So there's so many things that that we do that can accelerate your journey. But on the flip side, your intention of starting to love yourself and having a routine that works for you is the best, best place to start. And if you need help, by all means, reach out. But this is, we're on this journey together. We are a community, but you know, there, there, there is no we without me. So unless you're working on you and releasing the things that don't on the serve, because so many of us have pushed all this down, pushed the dark stuff that's down, saying, well, you're not ready to release it. Well, what if you're having this conversation and listening to the podcast because you are ready to release it? What if you're here because you have a light to shine that's so, so bright that you need to start shining it? 
Stace, any final thoughts before we wrap up? I love this episode. It's, it's one so near and dear to our heart. Yeah. I, I think that the thing that I want to say is um, it's okay if you don't know how to do it, but it's your responsibility to learn how to do it. And if you want to be able to show up in the world the way you were meant to, this is the place to start. This journey is the place to start. And Namesh, you and I work with people daily, helping them to align and awaken to their own soul's purpose. And this is another way that we guide people on this journey. So from the bottom of my heart, our dear listeners, I want you to know that we talk about this here to give you exposure to new concepts, but we also dedicate our lives to helping people just like us and just like you who need the support to acquire the skills, to be able to do what you have to do on a daily basis so that you can be the best version of yourself. So I, I reach out, we're here to support. We, um, we answer DMs all the time. You can, you know, find us on social media. Um, we have, you know, Namesh, you have an email attached to the podcast. People can reach out through there. If you're not sure where to start, we are here to support. And I think that's the biggest thing I want people to know is we want to take the lessons that we've learned and the skills that we've acquired through our training and pour them into you so that you can shine. So beautiful. Thank you, Stace. And I'll, I'll include mine and your Insta profile links in the show notes. So if you want to DM us, please do. And um, yeah, I just want to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that's listening. I feel so, 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 so blessed um, for everyone that does and provides feedback. And um, you know, Stacey, this is a topic that we could talk about for hours, right? I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a follow-up episode somewhere along the way. And, um, yeah, I feel so, so blessed. I'm sending everyone so, so much love and light. And um, if you have any suggestions, any feedback, please do let us know. DM us. Uh, if you have any suggestions on what we should cover in the future, again, let us know. If you could like and, and give five stars to this episode, if you like it, that'd be great. It gets exposure to other people. And we'll be back very, very soon. So sending everyone so much love and light. Thank you again, Stacey. Uh, you're a blessing in my life. You're a blessing to, to share the space with. And um, yeah, you, you push me to be a better version of me. So thank you. Thank you for that. I feel the same way about you too, buddy. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Sending everyone love and light. And we will talk. We'll be back very soon. Bye for now.